back him down. Spider two wide banana. The line slides to the left. Watch the young back cut down the defensive end, but there's a beautiful banana. There's three quarterbacks in this football team. Whichever one starts, starts. Whichever one don't, will back them out. Period. Cut and dry. Next. Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Welcome to the TW Podcast. I'm Travis Wiltsis. I'll be your host. Um, you know, hence why we call it the TW Podcast. Um, but I want to, you know, this is our first episode all time. What I want to do is I want to talk to you a little bit about who I am so you understand who I am. Um, first and foremost, I'm the head football coach of Finlandia University. Uh, I've been the head coach since 2018. I uh, came to Finlandia in 2015 where I started as the offensive line coach. I am an offensive line coach by trade. I love the position. I love uh, everything about that position, about the camaraderie, the brotherhood, five guys working together all the time, getting stuff done. Um, but that's a little bit about me now. Um, you know, I was a graduate assistant football coach at Central Michigan University. Uh, I was there under Dan Enos for uh, since he came in in 2010. So I would say uh, about four years, four and a half years I spent at Central Michigan, in which I started off as a student manager people. I mean, you want to talk about the bottom of the barrel, that could be a different story for another day. Talk about, um, you know, kind of my my path up to uh, where I became today. Uh, but, um, you know, that's where I started, all right? And before that, I was a high school coach at my alma mater, Escanaba High School. You can see with this E back here, if you're watching the video, uh, I graduated from Escanaba High School in 2007. Um, and then I coached there from 07 till about 2009 before I went to Central Michigan. Um, before that, I played high school football and I was a young kid and I was doing all those fun things. Um, but what I want you to do, that is who I am, is just a brief overlayer of who I am, what I do. Um, there's a lot of layers to me, all right? Um, but that's a little start for you, okay? Um, what you can expect from this podcast, all right? I don't want to be just a normal coaching podcast. I don't want to just talk about football. There's going to be a lot of football on this podcast because it's what I love. Um, but we're going to talk about a lot of different things. We're going to talk about, you know, Coaching insight, you know, kind of, you know, for you young coaches out there who might watch this podcast or listen to this podcast, um, you know, this will be an opportunity for you to kind of see my insight. Not saying, you know, my insight's the best, but you can get some ideas of what I believe in. I'll have coaches on this show. They'll talk to you about what they believe in, give you a little backstory, um, stuff like that. You know, I'll give you guys insight to my program, how we run day-to-day operations, um, We'll talk to, you know, we'll talk to players in my program. We'll talk to coaches in my program. You know, I I just hear my program. I just kind of piss myself off a little bit. It's our program here at Finlandia. I apologize. People might say that, uh, uh, you know, give me a little crap for that. But it is our program here at Finlandia, not mine. Um, but, you know, I'll give you some stories into this coaching world. We'll give you tips uh, for young coaches out there, what you should do if you want to get started in this business. Give me an idea how to get started. Uh, we'll talk X's and O's on football. Uh, we'll have guest coaches. We'll have guest players. Uh, sometimes we have random guests. Could be you know anybody, whoever I can get that I know that's willing to do the podcast. I'll get on. But that's not all we're going to cover. Okay, not all. That's not all we're going to cover. All right. We will cover pop culture. 
All right. We'll cover news and current events. We'll cover movies and series. All right. I'm a big movie buff. I love movies. Um, every chance that I get a chance, you know, get an opportunity to watch a movie, uh, I really get, I, you know, I got Netflix, I, I got my brother's Hulu, uh, you know, I got a couple things where, um, you know, I watch things and I, you know, I analyze it, um, and we might get into that a little bit, but we'll get to that, um, you know, I want to talk about other sports, you know, I'm big, um, I like to golf, we're going to talk about golf courses, we're going to talk about all those kind of things, you know, you're going to have... Um, you know, not just golf, we'll cover baseball. I'm not a big basketball guy. Anybody who knows me knows that I don't like the NBA. I'm not a big guy and big component. March Madness, we don't get it this year, but I love it. I love March Madness, all right? But, you know, we're also going to include WWE. If you don't know, I'm a big WWE fan. I don't watch as much as I used to, but you get an opportunity. We'll do some WWE kind of things. We'll do that. You'll hear a lot of rants from me and what I believe in this world. You know, there could be some opportunities where you're hearing me talk about things I don't like in the world that goes on, um, as well as we have good dis- discussions here. You know, we'll have conversations all the time. Um, you know, if, and when I have guests on the show, we'll have opportunity for them to kind of have a little back and forth. Hopefully, you know, it's not one side slant of view, but uh, there's a lot of people, you know, probably that I would have on a podcast that would be more like mine than me, but hopefully we can find people that would have. Uh, good points of discussion. <clears throat> All right. First thing I want to get to, you know, first topic of the show, uh, I want to talk about football recruiting. All right. And I want to talk to the 2020 class and the 2021 class right now. All right. You know, for you 2020 recruits, there is still opportunities out there to go play college football. On our team here at Finlandia, we still have open positions available. You know, and when we do our recruiting, what we're trying to figure out is are you the right fit for our program and are you a good human being, all right? We want to know that you're a good football player, but if I, if you don't take care of your academics or your social life and you're just kind of a jerk in the program, probably not going to want you around, all right? If you're a me guy and it's all about how many catches I get, how many touchdowns I get or anything like that, probably don't want you around. I want a guy who wants to win for the team. I want a team guy and that's what I want, but, you know, when it comes to 2020 recruits right now, you still have opportunities out there, and you should be looking for those opportunities. You know, we're in uncharted territory as it comes to, um, you know, the days and time now with this coronavirus. Right now, I'm working at home. It gave me this opportunity to start this podcast. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's you gotta have these opportunities, and you gotta view it as an opportunity. Okay, um, you know, a big thing for you guys are graduating. All right. Um, if you weren't, uh, if you're being required to finish your classes, you know, especially in the state of Michigan, yesterday in the state of Michigan, they decided that there will be no more school this year. Um, you know, if, if you are not, if you're required to do your academics online or in a packet format, you better make sure you do that. All right. If you end up going from like a two seven to a two one in your last semester, um, you guys are going to lose thousands and thousands of dollars of scholarship money, all right? So make sure you finish strong. Take it seriously. You know, it's very difficult to stay focused in a time where there's a lot of distraction, right? You know, I'm a guy, I like to play video games. I get distracted by that. I get distracted by a TV show. I get distracted by my phone. I sit there and I'm looking at Twitter or Facebook. My wife looks at me like, hey, I'm here too. Let's have a conversation. But Understand those distractions got to be, you know, 
handle it. Don't just sit there um, and be lazy and not do what you're supposed to do, all right? It's a very, as I said, we're totally in the middle of floating out there right now as a society, you know, have to social distance, have to make sure we're not around people, making sure that we're staying healthy. Um, but you got to understand, you know, finish strong academically, okay? But there's opportunities. And make sure you're fine, you know, the biggest thing right now is, you know, a lot of us D3 guys, we still would be hunting in schools right now. But, I mean, the biggest thing for you guys is to reach out to us. You know, follow a coach on Twitter, um, especially that 2020 class right now. 2021, I'll get to get to you 2021s here in a minute. But a big thing for you guys is to make sure that you are figuring out who and where you fit, all right? Academically, socially, am I wanted there? Everything's hunky-dory, okay? Now, uh, 2021 recruits, I'm going to tell you guys right now, you're going to be the most recruited class off social media of all time, all right? You guys are going to have to make sure, all right, you know, there could be some over-recruit status in this, all right, in which, you know, that would stink for some people, uh, be good for some people. But um, what I can tell you is, um, you know, first off, when you're looking for a school, um, you know, figure out what schools have the major that you want to go into, all right? You know, as a uh, recruiter myself, you know, Sometimes uh, there's opportunities where a kid really wants to play football. We don't offer a major. You know, how do you handle that? Um, you know, I get it all the time. Like, everybody wants to be an engineer in this country. And sometimes, guys, I'll look at a, a transcript and I'll see, like, I got a D minus in algebra, uh, algebra 2, I got a, a, a C. You know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, you know, maybe – Engineering is not for you. You know, engineering is not for everybody. It's a very mathematical degree that you need to get. Uh, but if you are that uh, well at math and you do these good things, you know, it would not make sense. We don't offer engineering here at Finlandia. Um, you know, we have Michigan Technological University across the bridge here. And, you know, it's not a great fit for our school. And especially one of the premier programs in the country that's across the bridge, you know, um, if that's what you're looking for, that's what you do. You know, some guys are looking for engineering. You know, I let them know, like, if you really want to play college football and this is your opportunity, you know, and an engineering school is not looking at you, you know, a big thing is you can go get, you know, your basics done, um, get a degree at a four-year institution, and then get your master's in engineering. Now, sometimes that doesn't match up. You know, it depends on what you want to do and what it's your life. And I'd like to tell these guys all the time, it is your life, all right? It's your path in which you get to decide what you're going to do with your life. And nobody else can tell you what to do, okay? People might push you in, be strong, and try to do these things. But, I mean, the biggest thing for you guys is to find what you love doing, all right? It's the first thing I ever got taught by a football coach. His name was Terry Duvall. He's my JV coach. Um, he looked at me. He goes, Travis... Find a job that you love and you won't work a day in your life, all right? Uh, and that really rang true with me, and that's how I became a football coach in the end. But, you know, a big part is to find something that fits with this, something that you like to do. You know, a lot of people like to worry about earning money in this world, which money 
Um, you know, it was important to provide for your families in the future uh, as well as provide for yourself. But, you know, find something you enjoy doing, all right? Find something you enjoy doing. Um, you know, a big thing for you 2021, guys, um, you need to have an understanding where you fall in the D1 to D3 scope, all right? Um, what I can tell you as a 2021, um, if the Division I schools have not came knocking on your door and it is uh, at the end of your junior year after you got done playing, the odds of you going to Division I are very slight, okay? Um, that is just the way, that's the bear, that, you know, that's the beast here that we have uh, in college athletics. You know, those higher levels pinpoint guys that are very good athletes, very good students, very good all the way around, um, you know, and I can tell you this, uh, at that Division One level, when I was at Central Michigan, it's not just I'm a really good football player and I get to go to a Division One school and play Division One football and earn a full-ride scholarship and do those kind of things. You know, we are looking at multi-tier, just similar to the way I do here. Um, you know, you got to match up academically. you got to match up socially. you got to match. There can't be any red flags that pop up, all right? You know, that's a big, big part. Um, you know, you got to take care of everything. So, you know, chances are, you know, if you haven't got offered or talking to a Division One coach at this point in time, the odds are it's probably not going to happen. D2s come a little later. They're probably starting to get uh, roaring in on that uh, now going to be junior class at 2020 or senior class at 2021. You know, this is about your time where you're going to start getting some traction in Division II. Um, you know, and you might start throwing off offers here soon. Um, but even they, they go a little bit later uh, into the process and really evaluate talent um, and do their investigative work just like anybody does in recruiting to make sure you're fit for the program. You know, um, and if you want, like, a good, you know, here's an idea of, like, you know, where you fall into the realm, all right? If you've reached out to coaches and they haven't responded, the odds are you don't fit their mold, all right? You're either not the athlete they're looking for, you're either not the uh, academic student they're looking for, or you're not the kind of person they want in their program, all right? So, you know, understand the people who are communicating back with you, those coaches who communicate back with you, that's probably where you're landing. Um, it's not always the case, not 100%. Um, you know, and I'm not saying out there, you know, don't have dreams and aspirations to be a Division One athlete, but, you know, there's got to be opportunities where you have to come to realization that, you know, I'm going to be a D2 or a D3 player. You know, you know, there's a lot of people uh, that think like being a D3 athlete is, is less than being a D2 or D1, but the actuality of it all is it is a high level of football. It is a high level academic rigors. You have the same opportunities, you know, the only difference is, you know, scholarship money and stuff like that uh, is a little different. You know, even when it comes to uh, Division Two, you know, there's no full rides in Division Two. You know, a lot of those guys are splitting up, um, you know, scholarship money for players to make sure they put together a full roster uh, and really kind of spread the money around. But, I mean, a big part is for you guys is uh, understanding, you know, what – the best deal is, you know, if it comes down to an academic standpoint or uh, a financial standpoint uh, to where you're going to go to school, you got to look at the numbers, you know. Uh, we deal a lot with the NAI football, 
Um, you know, we're, we'll get, you know, they'll get a financial aid package. They say, we're going to give you a $2,000 scholarship to play football here. Uh, bottom line, after your financial aid, your FAFSA is all filled out. All of a sudden, it's uh, out-of-pocket cost for them is $16,000 a year. We don't offer you a football scholarship because you don't do that in Division Three here at Finlandia. And all of a sudden, you know, and our package to you is $8,500. Um, you know, what's the better deal? You know, having that that thing where you just say, yeah, I got offered a football scholarship, but in the end it's still going to cost you $6,000 more a year. I mean, that's, that's on your burden and your parents' burden. But, um, you know, look at the deal. NAI football to me and Division Three are very similar, um, except for, you know, our governing bodies we are – held to a more, uh, uh, I don't want to say higher standard, but it really is in the aspects, you know, uh, division, you know, the NAIA are really kind of a fluctuating group. Um, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, play for one team one year and then transfer to another school because they offered them $500 more in scholarship money or whatever it is, you know, there's some jumping around in NAIA, but, you know, Division three, you know, you get kind of the same level of players. You know, in my time at Finlandia, we played numerous NAI schools in the beginning, um, and they were, you know, matched up to what we were at that time. Um, but, you know, have an understanding where you fall on that D1, the D3 scale. You know, Division three football is a great opportunity, all right? A lot of these guys get to come in, you know, and have an opportunity that they would not, they could go to D2 and, you know, ride the bench for three years, get redshirted, uh, end up on punt return team on their, you know, junior redshirt junior year, senior year, just sit there and do the same thing. You know, it depends on what your mentality is, what you want to do. All right. You know, a big part, you know, a uh, big part for you guys, um, you know, same thing as I told the 2020 class. These academics, the SAT, the ACT, you know, um, you know, your academics have to be first and foremost during this time, all right? As I said, you don't want to have a slipping GPA where all of a sudden you can't get into a school to go to college or uh, you lose out on thousands of dollars scholarship money. Um, I know the SAT and the ACT here in the state of Michigan, we use the SAT right now, um, you know, and from what I read from the governor, uh, Governor Whitmer here, that you guys will have the opportunity, you guys and gals, We'll have that opportunity to take the SAT in the fall. You usually would take it in the spring semester, um, but now you'll take it in the fall, uh, get your scores back so you can start uh, getting your, um, you know, test scores to your schools that you're looking to go to. All right. Um, you know, and a big part for you 2021s, um, you know, I tell the I tell every kid I recruit every year when I when we're really early, you know, it's it's really your opportunity to enjoy your senior year. Um, don't let it pass you by. Don't don't sit there on every single snap of your senior year and go, man, I need to get I need to have a big game because if I don't, I can't get this scholarship or I can't go to the school or I can't do that. That's way too much stress. And and you're in a time frame in your life where you're never going to get this time back. You know, not everybody gets to play college football and everything like that. So enjoy your team. The only, the greatest teams you ever be, that I've ever been on, you know, are the ones that are more like a family and fit in and everybody communicates with each other, um, you know, and 
that's an opportunity for you. Um, kind of lost my track of thought here. But uh, enjoy your senior year, all right? You just got to enjoy it. Enjoy the people around you. Enjoy your coaches. Enjoy your teammates. Enjoy, you know, the homecoming dance. Whatever, whatever it is, just enjoy it, all right? And don't just dwell on what's going to happen in my future if I don't score three touchdowns in this game so this coach will look at me, okay? Play the game. Win football games. Be a good teammate. Be a good person. Everything will work out, all right? And a little bit, you know, talk to you guys both, you know, as I said, find schools that fit your major. Don't sit there and just, well, I'll go into this, and then all of a sudden you graduate, and now what am I? I'm an accountant, and I don't even like being an accountant. I hate every day of work, you know. Figure out what you want to do. Um, you know, things to be mindful of. Um, you know, talk to the coaches that are recruiting you. You know, um, are they being truthful? You know, figure it out. Are they being truthful? Are or are they just saying things they know that I want to hear? Um, you know, if any coach in ever, you know, in the history of coaching told you you're coming in, you're going to be the starting running back, the starting quarterback, whatever it is, the chances are he's a full liar um, because they don't know what's going to happen. I mean, as a coach, you don't make decisions on uh, personnel until you put those pads on and see how people react when it's a full, you know, full-fledged practice and you can see guys uh, – you know, who's better than who and how these things are shifting. Um, and you don't know those things until you see it uh, full pads, you know, and going after it. So, you know, usually like day two, two or three of pads, you kind of have a, a mental depth chart going through your mind. Um, I've never seen the point where a freshman came in and was just the greatest player of all time. Um, you know, sometimes that happens. I'm not saying it's never happened in the history of football. Um, but I know, you know, specific positions are very difficult to learn in the college level you know as an offensive line coach I love as I said I'm an offensive line coach by trade you know a big part uh, of being you know when I was at Central I don't think we we might have one freshman lineman true freshman offensive lineman play my entire time there um, you know a lot of the redshirt freshman play you gotta learn the playbook you get asked to move your bot you know it's the one position of football where we ask you to move backwards, but be solid. You know, don't be thrown backwards. Um, you know, it's a very difficult position to learn fundamentally uh, and training your body to learn, as well as learning multiple different fronts, how I got to block certain things, certain calls I got to make on the offensive line, and understanding as a full concept. So that usually takes a year. All right. But I'm spinning off into a whole different scenario here for you guys. But, um, you know, just see if those coaches are being truthful. You know, ask them questions. Um, you know, a big part is, you know, ask a question like, what are your plans for me? You know, do you see me coming in and being a contributor in my first year? Or do you see me uh, being a development guy and by year two for me or year three for me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the back or what is it? What is your plans for me? And, all, and even when you get there, keep that constant communication where I fit because, you know, the last thing you want is just to be lost in the shuffle and not, you know, an afterthought. Keep it conscious in your coach's mind. You want to get better, everything like that. Um, you know, understand the contact's a two-way street, all right? Contact's a two-way street. Um, you know, sometimes as a coach, it's you're contacting numerous people. You have, a social, you have a social life. You have a private life. You have a family. You have kids. You have a lot of things going. 
Um, so understand that as you know, as coaches, when you're reaching out to these coaches, um, that sometimes um, uh, taking care of their child, you know, seems a little bit more important at that time uh, than answering a cell phone call from you. They'll get back to you. I promise you that. Um, but understand, it's a two-way street. So if you're ignoring the coach's calls, you know that's a frustrating bit. You know if we, you know, as a coach, if we call you and you don't answer. We expect a phone call in return, just like we would do to you, all right? Um, always have questions on hand. You know, the worst thing I hate about a visit is all of a sudden I get done with the visit, um, and I ask the kid, I go, you got any questions left? All right, you got any questions? And then it's always like, no, I, I have nothing. All right, have questions. Have ideas of things as you as a person that need to match up for you to make a decision, all right? Have those ideas of what you believe in, what you want, everything like that, okay? Um, and be honest to coaches, okay? If, um, you know, if it doesn't seem like the school is the right fit for you, don't be afraid to tell that coach, all right? Um, you know, the most frustrating thing um, is what I call the radio silence, and I talk about it with my staff all the time. You know, you sit there and... All of a sudden, a kid just, you know, we're we're red hot, we're talking, you know, everything, the visit happened, everything's great. All of a sudden, you know, you text them three days later, hey, what'd you think, blah, 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 and then all of a sudden just crickets, all right, no response. And then there's no response, and it's just, um, you know, if it's not the right fit for you, don't be afraid to have that conversation, all right? you know, and even further down the line, you know, usually the kids that don't respond are the same kids that call me three weeks before the season starts and says, hey, because there's still an opportunity. And at that point, you're like, well, he's a poor communicator. It's very difficult to want this kid on the team. Is he going to Is he gonna do what I need him to do, or is he going to ignore me, like ignore my text here or my phone calls or what it is? Think about that, all right? Um, you know, and understanding that, um, you know, your social media is a reflection of who you are. You know, as I said, the 2021 class is going to be the most recruited class of college football, basically virtually online, all right? So if you have inappropriate stuff on your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagrams, whatever it is, all right, coaches are going to see it, all right? What you share, what you like on tweets, I'm going to see it, all right? And I... You know, I could be honest with you, whenever I get a very inappropriate liked or retweeted, um, you know, let's say I'm following, uh, you know, John Doe, great running back from, um, let's just say Escanaba, right? And I'm following him on Twitter, and all of a sudden he likes a very inappropriate video and shares it on his Twitter, and it pops up on my feed, and it, it's going to interrupt my day when I'm scrolling through my stuff. I'm instantly unfollowing you, and I'm probably throwing you to the side. Like, this is a social, you know, aspect. Hold yourself to a higher standard when you're on these social media platforms, guys. Don't be swearing all the time, you know. Um, don't be putting inappropriate content on your on your Facebook walls or your Twitter. Um, you know, it's just it's professionalism, and you if you want to be recruited by college coaches, no matter what level. We don't want to sit there and read about your inappropriate behaviors um, and stuff like that. Have opinions. Have valuable opinions on your Facebook. 
or, or Twitter, whatever, you know, the social media, all right, have your opinions and stuff like that, but just don't put the inappropriate stuff, don't, don't share things that you view as inappropriate, um, you know, that's a very uh, big idea for you, okay? Now, being that you can't go to a gym right now, you can't go to your high school gym and work out, you got to find ways to stay active, guys. You know, especially if you're going to be going in the season and you're completely out of shape because all you did during this time was eat the whole, you know, the Edo's family, the Cheetos, the Fritos, the Doritos, all right, and you're eating Twinkies and having uh, Cokes on tap, all right, and all you've done is lay on your couch from March until August and you come into football, it's not going to work out. You're not going to be, you're not preparing yourself for a big situation, all right? Make sure you're getting out there and getting physical activity. Make sure, you know, do push-ups, sit-ups. You're still allowed to go to the streets, guys. You're allowed to hit the pavement and do some running. You can do the fundamentals. You know, I tell the offensive linemen all the time, and if any of those offensive linemen are listening to this podcast right now, make sure you're getting up off your ass and doing something, okay? Go do work your footwork, all right? Go work your your kicks, your kick slides, your, your posts. Work all those things, all right? Don't just sit there. And just expect everything's going to figure its way out when you come into camp, okay? you got to be in shape when you get to camp so you can compete for positions to make sure that you're going to be a guy for your football team and you're going to be a reason why you win football games, okay? I mean, that's a big part. Um, You know, focus on those things, 2020 and 2021, guys. Really focus on it. Take what I'm saying. Um, You know, people may have differing opinions than me, but... This is what I believe, um, and I think there's some tips that can help you out through this recruiting process, all right? Now, I'm going to segue a little bit. As I said at the start of the podcast, you know, I'm going to do a few things. I'm not just going to talk about football. I start off with football. I'm going to go into topic two here. Uh, I think it will be a real treat for you guys. All right? Topic two, I want to talk about the Tiger King, murder, mayhem, and madness, all right? Spoilers ahead for anybody who's listening out there. Spoilers ahead. Because this guy has blown my mind, okay? This is the most stupid, addictive show I've watched in a while, all right? It, it is ridiculous. It makes you laugh. It makes you stand there and go, what, what, what's going on? You know, these things happen, you know, I was talking to some guys the other day. I was like, you know, to me, this is like the real-life Fargo, all right? Just things are planned out that are just going completely awry, and it's just the most complex show I've ever watched. And every episode seems to be way different than the last one. Like, all of a sudden, you're, you're talking about this, this zoo guy and how he's being the zookeeper, and he's got all these tigers and these big cats, and he's enjoying them. And he has a successful business. And then the next episode, he's talking about how he wants to kill this one woman and do all this and blah, blah, blah. And it's just so back and forth where you don't know where you're, you're standing, all right? Um, I told you, you know, it's right now it's a national phenomenon as a show. Everywhere I look, there is a meme on social media where it's something with Joe Exotic either being comical or, you know, a Carol Baskin quote, or whatever it is. Usually they're making me laugh since I watch the show. But, you know, it is a national phenomenon. Now, you know, 
is it the is it that we all have spare time right now? Most of us are working from home, or you know, some you know, the sad note is some people might be you know let go or laid off right now and not working, and you know, is it the spare time that everybody's sitting there watching this thing, or is it you know an actual show that's pretty good? Um, you know, that's the thing where I just don't know. Like, did I really enjoy it because I? There was nothing else on Netflix that night, and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And then all of a sudden, like, now I think it's pretty good. Um, you know, where is that sliding scale, you know? But, I mean, the show's got everything. I mean, there's points in that show I'm just laughing, all right? Because this guy is ridiculous, all right? You know, there's there's a love story in it. There's love stories here, you know, and polygamy and all these other things that are just, you know, kind of like those slow-blinking things where you sit there and watch. That's what it's like, all right? Um, you know, they're shocking it. You know, then there's some animal cruelty towards the end, and you're sitting there like, oh, my God. And then there's a murder mystery plot. Not even just, you know, there's there's Carol Baskin. Did she kill her husband? Did she not? There's, did he, do you think Joe Exotic did all this? You know, um, and that's where, you, you know, you sit there. I mean, the main character is obviously Joe Exotic. I can't remember what his real last name is. I just know he goes by Joe Exotic. Um, you know, you're talking about a guy who is a presidential candidate, a governor candidate of the state of Oklahoma, a musician, and a celebrity, all right? This guy wanted it all. He wanted to be everything. It's kind of, uh, kind of weird a little bit, all right? Um, you know, as well as he was a zoo owner. Like, the guy was running for president of the United States, and was making comments like he was going to win. Same thing we was be trying to go for the governor. Like, you know, good for confidence, brother. But I just don't know if that's going to work out. Um, and I, I recently heard that his musician, as his life as a country music singer, and where his, his music videos are very hilarious. If you have a chance, go and watch them. You'll have a good laugh. Um, but apparently, these other guys recorded the song, and he lip-synced everything to those songs. Which totally lines up to the way this guy kind of is this seamy underbelly kind of guy, but um, you know, a big thing is you know did did you know is Joe Exotic innocent? Did did he totally orchestrate a hit out on this Carl this Carol Baskin lady? I don't know if he has got that full intent in that that guy, but definitely his partner uh, for sure uh, sold him out and made it look like he was the ringleader and everything like that, you know, and, you know, when he went to court, they kind of threw everything at him, and that's that's what you get when you do the bad things that he's done. Um, but I don't think he's the lone guy operating in this situation where he's this complete bad person. I think he's a guy who has a lot of, more, you know, moral imperfections and uh, definitely ethical, but, um, you know... I think he's innocent to a point, but he's still guilty by association. The guy who he bought the zoo from him is definitely, he needs to be investigated at some point and figured out because he is guilty for something. This guy is sketchy, all right? Um, and then you got Carol Baskins, you know, there's, there's, you know, is, did she murder her husband? In reality, everything they're showing in the show, I would say, Oh, there's no question this girl murdered her freaking husband. Like, there's no question. But 
then you got to put in perspective, if there was any telltale sign to this, she would have been, you know, questioned in jail, whatever it is. But, you know, nothing, you know, I think the show was very slanted in the showing that she was guilty and didn't give her a shot. But, um, you know, it's, it's a crazy show. You know, I couldn't believe it was real. I thought, you know, like, this, this guy is just out of this world. Um, you know, I couldn't believe it was real, but, you know, it was an enjoyable waste of my time. That's all I got to say on it, all right? Um, you know, I want to start close up the show here. Um, each week I'm going to give uh, a Netflix movie of the week. Uh, this week it's going to the movie Greater. Um, I watched this movie probably in 2015. Uh, it's about Brandon Burlesworth. He was a walk-on offensive lineman for uh, Arkansas. Uh, he was a Razorback. Um, you know, it's probably the greatest walk-on story, uh, in all of history. You know, if, if you really want to know about me, the, the movie Rudy is the most painfully watching movie of all time. Half of it's made up. There's no way everybody in Rudy showed up with their jersey and said, we're not playing unless Rudy shows up. Joe Montana's confirmed that story. You know, maybe a couple of guys came in there and say he should really suit up, but I'm not sacrificing what I got. Um, but Brandon Burlesworth in the movie Creator, uh, it's a great movie. Um, there's times where it might be a little bit of a tearjerker. Um, you know, it's a very good story about working hard and having an idea of what you want to be and going out there and taking it instead of waiting on it. Um, very good movie. Enjoyed it thoroughly. All right. Uh, the last segment of the show here, all right? This is what this is the segment is going to be called three and out, all right? Just like in football, you know, as an offensive guy, I never want to go three and out. If we're on defense, we want to do a three and out, okay? But we'll do three quick topics at the end of the show. We'll call three and out, and we'll say our goodbyes, and that will be the first show, all right? So first down, it's a big weekend, guys. WrestleMania is here, Okay. WrestleMania, I heard it's going to be a two-day event. I'm excited. If you don't have the network, understand, you get a free month, all right? So go log on there, watch WrestleMania. It'll be great for any of your friends. You can you can Zoom everybody and watch it uh, as you're social distancing yourselves. Watch it with each other. Um, you know, it's probably not going to be, you know, I watch Raw with nobody uh, in the stadiums right now. Uh, it makes it probably very hard for the performers, but... Um, you know, they're really going to get their, you know, what they're worth in this uh, event. But this weekend, WrestleMania, get ready to watch. All right, second down. For all you coaches out there, all right, NFL Game Pass is free until May. All right, so you can go watch the NFL coaches film. So you get the wide and the tight. All right, um, you can go on there. You basically watch any game, I think, up to 2010. Um you know, what stinks is you can't, like, you don't have a uh, get right to the tight. You know, I'm an offensive line coach. I don't want to sit here and watch the wide. I want to get to the tight. So uh, you have to wait on the tight. It's not like you're watching it on your huddle or your XOs or whatever systems you have. Um, but you have that opportunity to go out there. It's free uh, till May. Make sure you get out there. Check it out. I've been watching quite a bit of it. All right. Third down. All right, make sure you guys are out there. You know, it's kind of my public service announcement, okay? Make sure you are social distancing yourself, all right? 
right now, um, in our country, we have, you know, state of Michigan, we have our problem right now. I think we went from, like, the 15th state to, like, the 4th state within a week period uh, of the breakout of the coronavirus. You know, a lot of this has to do with us not taking it seriously, okay? We want everybody in this country to be healthy, okay? So make sure you go out. If you go out, you're staying six feet away from people, all right? You're not going to the grocery store and standing next to Peter, Paul, and Mary over here, all right, and talking with one another, all right? If you're out there and you have to get groceries or you have to get that stuff, make sure you're doing it at six feet away from people, keeping yourself safe, keeping the other person safe. Um, you know, just be just be mindful of people, all right? Be respectful. Um and let's get over this thing, you know. Everybody, I hope, I hope all your families are healthy out there. I hope uh, all your friends are healthy. But this is this is something that is um, the most craziest thing that's happened in this country in a long time. Um, but it, when we get to the end of this thing, I want it all to be that you know this entire country came together as one to make sure that this thing did not plague uh, our entire country and this world that we live in understand people are sick um i hope everybody who's out there that is sick you know i hope you guys all get healthy uh, i know my wife she's a nurse this is uh you know very unprecedented times um you know very difficult uh for a lot of the healthcare uh people out there um so you know thank you to all you doctors nurses um anybody working in that that health industry right now People that are going out to New York to go work with these people, thank you. That's phenomenal. Um, you know, keep fighting for everybody, um, and we appreciate your sacrifice. But that is the that is the TW podcast for episode one. You know, I'd like to thank you guys for listening, and uh, I, I hope to drop the podcast every week. Maybe sometimes special things happen. I might get two a week, but you never know. Probably not. Uh, you know, there's a lot that goes into a podcast. Um, you know, I'm hoping to get a guest maybe by the next show, uh, probably a Zoom, uh, probably get some people, but uh, look forward to uh, you guys tuning in next week, and uh, you guys have a great day. Good night. See you.